Hello, and welcome to Youth Pastors Anonymous. It is Ricky, joined by Bobby. Ricky and Bobby here from the deep south of Youth Pastor Anonymous headquarters. Today we are going to talk about Christianity and its entertainment, right? Christian entertainment. Christian entertainment. So we're talking about facing the giants and <laughs> fireproof. Fireproof. I can only imagine. Courageous. I can only courageous. yeah, I can only imagine. I just imagine. came out last week. Have you seen it? No, but I got invited to a pre-screening. Ooh, does Lord of the Rings count as Christian entertainment or it's good a, entertainment? Um, oh, good, not good not to say that not to say that the two can't go hand in hand. But most of the time, they don't go. You hand know what? I did. I will give it this. Um, I watched Case for Christ, and I actually bought it. It was yeah, it was decent. That is one where I was like so tempted not to watch it, and I it was know. actually good. It was actually a good movie. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Kai, uh, what, what? <laughs> I'm not good at this anonymous thing. Ricky, are you Ricky or am I Ricky? Who's I can, Bobby? Uh, I'll be Bobby. Okay, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Kebabby. <laughs> like shish kebab. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Almost botched. Dropping the ball, Bobby. Okay, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> I just like saying Bobby. <laughs> Tell me, what is your take on Christian entertainment? Should Should we have Christian movie? Like, is that... Is that a necessary thing? Is it an evangelistic tool? Let's start there. Is Christian entertain like Christian movies? Yeah, are, are they, they evangelistic, evangelistic tools, or do people just go, "Oh, I ain't watching that. <laughs> that's that's a Kirk well, Cameron movie." I yeah, I think that's what most people say. <laughs> but I think some people think it is uh, evan- an evangelistic tool. For example. When God's Not Dead came out, remember mm. those days? Yes, the exciting, God's not dead. exciting He's surely days. alive. At yeah, the, but then the sequel came out. Yeah, God's Not Dead. The third one's coming out soon. Really? Like sometime this year. I think I saw um, both of them actually. Yeah, the pastor is now like in some legal case Ooh. because he's like preaching. <laughs> That's the there was an after credit scene in God's Not Dead too, where it sh- set up number three. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, yeah, so at the end of God's Not Dead, number one, yes. um, when, what's his name? Duck Dynasty guy? Oh, yeah, um, Phil. Willie. Or, Willie. Or Willie. Will, Will? I don't know. Willie. Willie. He comes on the screen of the Newsboys concert. Yes. And he's like, show the light of Christ. Te- take out your phones now yeah. and text all your friends. God's not dead. And then it cuts to like a black screen yeah. and it's like, text all your friends now. God's not dead. And I literally got texts. God's not dead. And I was like, oh, you just saw the movie. Yeah, and I got so, I got texts too. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to feel. I I uh, can say I did not respond to the I, call I, of the I movie. I responded, yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but some people thought they were being evangelistic with that, which maybe, I mean, yeah, it could have brought to a conversation. At least it spurred them to do something. Yeah, that's true. But... That's- then I'm thinking, okay, so then the conversation's going to come to, I saw this really awesome movie named God's Not Dead, and I texted you. And then they'd be like, I want to watch this movie. And then they'd watch it, and it would be horrible. And would and they feel the need to text at the end? Or would they just be mad? Like, If I were an atheist watching that movie, I'd be mad. Okay, so something we did as a church before I got here was theology and theater. So they'd watch a movie, and they'd say, okay, where do you see theology in this movie? So I think most recently they did it with, like, Les Mis. Yeah. Les Miserables. I've never seen that. Uh, you know what? 
I've determined a few things about Les Mis. One, they sing every single word. <laughs> That's not realistic. We're talking. We're not singing back and forth we to could, each other. Though. We could do a musical episode. Oh, they would, that would be like something straight out of Community or The Office yeah. or something. That would be classic. A musical eat pass from Nano's podcast. Anyways, mm. so my point to my wife, I was like, I don't go to Walmart and I'm like, where are the peas? <laughs> I'm in the corn section. Like, I need some pizza pops. Like, I don't walk around singing that. Um, now, my life's not as miserable as the people only miss, so maybe they sang for joy. I don't, I don't quite get it. I don't know. Regardless of that, they talk about, like, the great switch and how this criminal gets loud off the hook and, and stuff like that. Um, and then they discuss how that relates to the gospel. I could see doing that as a... Um, sure. Evangelistic thing. Yeah. No, you got to pick the right movies. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna pick Cars. Fifty Shades of Grey. 50, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Come watch Fifty Shades of Grey and see how you need the gospel. <laughs> so now that we've seen all this, let's open our Bibles to First Corinthians <laughs> yeah. and see how all, how wrong all of this is. This is terrible. First Thessalonians chapter four. Let's start there. Yeah. Um, but I think with the right movie, a good movie, like you could do a Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, you could. And talk about the gospel out of that. Yes. You could do The Hobbit and talk about the gospel. Like The Ring and idolization and like yeah, you could stuff. like you could really the, actually hit on something. And the but the problem comes when we get into the category of Christian movie. Mm. Because there's so there's like a Netflix for Christians. You know that? Really? It's called Pure, jelly telly? Pure Flix. Oh. Like jelly Telly? You don't know what Jelly Telly is? It sounds like some, like, British... Uh-uh. <laughs> jelly show. Telly is, like, kids' Netflix for Christians. And it's actually good. Like, oh. Well, yeah. Because any Christian entertainment right now is good for kids. Here's my thought with Jelly Telly. Jelly Telly. It's got, like, three, two, one penguins on it. Okay. Which is great. Like, Are the Wiggles some, on it? I don't know. Are the Wiggles Christian? Probably not. Anyways, it's all Christian entertainment, so it's got like that. But it has this this series that I watch with my kids called Torchlighters. And it's all like animated cartoons about Christian martyrs. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> and so like, I'm teaching my kids. Well, not all martyrs. Like, it's got like Amy Carmichael on there. And and um, and who else is there? Um, Martin Luther has an episode... Like it's the Apostle actually, Paul? No. Oh. No, they don't do any of the apostles. Hmm. They just do, like, like missionaries. Oh, so, like, that's... I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Do they show the blood? They do. Like, oh, it's what? actually... I don't, we watch it with my kids, and they're 88642, and I don't have an issue with it. Wow. So, okay. um, that is good Christian entertainment, because it's educating my kids actually what it looks like, like the martyr lifestyle. Yeah. Like, like... Amy Carmichael, they dumb it down a little bit when she's sneaking the girls, like, out of the temple prostitution. They don't show the, the not, prostitution No, they don't show it? the prostitution part, but they show these girls, like, captive and getting snuck out, and, like, when the girls disobey, they show them getting beaten and stuff like that. <laughs> but not the prostitution part. Okay. Yeah. That's where we draw but the line. it's actually good Christian entertainment for kids. I think yeah. we've done well. Like, VeggieTales was good. VeggieTales is Adventures awesome. Adventures in Odyssey was good. Mm, yes. And then for adults, they've just dropped the ball. There's, have you seen, um, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas? No. 
watch it. <laughs> it's Have you seen Jesus Camp? <laughs> no. Oh, oh wait, oh. on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is that the one about like the freaking it's, camps? It's like the um it's a bunch of Pentecostal kids <laughs> yeah. who like go to these camps yeah. and learn to speak in tongues yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> it's terrible. Kirk, Ca- Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas okay. though. Not on Netflix. But you can f- I think it's on YouTube. Are Christian movies compared to Hallmark movies? Uh, they Just, might be worse. Oh. But it, they have the same, like, guilty pleasure mm. aspect to them. Where yeah. my wife and I, at Christmas, <laughs> we, we watch bad Christian movies at Christmas. Uh. In addition to our Christmas movies. We watch bad Christian... So that's why we watch Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Because it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. But it's, like... And you know it's it, going to be bad. It is the worst movie I've I've ever seen, I think. Okay, is Fuller House Christian Entertainment? Um, I think it's trying to be. <laughs> it has family values. It does have... You know what? Actually, not Christian Entertainment, fantastic show, Christian values, Last Man Standing with Tim yes, Allen. Yes, I like Last Man Standing. Me too. See, that's where I think Tim Allen says he's a Christian. I don't know, but all I'm saying know. is whatever they stand for in like their family morals and dynamics and like there's scenes where they go to church. Yeah. Like that if Christian entertainment, I'm not saying be like seeker sensitive because we already have Joel Osteen mm-hmm. um for Christian entertainment. I just why why does it have to be over the top cheesy and bad? Yeah, exactly. Like like when especially like we're trying to you try to think of like what movie could we show at youth group? Oh, this one he says the A word. And yeah. it's like we can't show that. Like should we be like censoring our movies so much for kids or should we watch just like a good movie and then be like, "Okay, what does this tell us about real life what does this tell us about culture that kind of thing Mm -hmm. i think i think it's more valuable to have a discussion because even in i i was leading a young adults bible study and i showed a ted talk video brilliant she doesn't know the lord and so at the end of the video you're going she was so close to being bang on about how important vulnerability was and why you why you need to be vulnerable and what community looks like but she talked about people finding their self-worth and I was like, but, but if she only knew the gospel and that our worth is in the value of Jesus coming down and like, and the cost of his entire life for us. Yeah. I was like, you're so close. How do you know all this stuff and just a genius in your field, but can't see God. Yeah. And I think that's where Christian entertainment gets it wrong because they're trying to be so safe Mm -hmm. that, and then like, they're trying to make it Christian as well. So, of course, the atheist in the movie becomes a Christian at the end of the yeah, movie, Yeah, obviously. Right? It has to happen, because that's how real life works, right? Either that, or or it's like the non-atheist just hates everyone. They're cast as a bad, as a bad person. And then he dies. Yeah. Because of the judgment of God. Yeah, and then, he's, and then everybody's left behind. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then we start the tribulation force. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like, just... that's And that's the sad state of Christian movies right now, where we're trying to be safe, we're trying to make our little Christian bubble yeah. and stuff, and it's like, we're being so persecuted and yeah. all this stuff, where it's like, like, God's Not Dead's a perfect example. This, like, teacher answers a question... And then she gets brought to court. And it's, like, the most unrealistic court case ever. Yeah. Because they're, like, 
they're like, you know what? You know what we need to do to get you away from this? We need to bring out experts to talk about why Jesus was a real person. And it has nothing to do with, like, her just, like, answering a student's question. They could have ended the movie by having a lawyer say, a student asked this question and she answered it. Yeah, but then... But but then we wouldn't have a movie. Then we wouldn't have God's Not Dead 2. Or 3. Or 3. Or 4. Because now there's Is it gonna go... Is God's Not Dead gonna go on as long as Land Before Time? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I... God's Not Dead 2054. Yeah, my personal take on it is you can engage cultural movies that are clean, um, with good morals... And instead of just talking moralistic stories, you can actually teach off of them. And I think that's, yeah. that's a far better way than watching Facing the Giants. Yeah, I think it would make... I think it would almost make more of an impact. Yeah. Here's, and it's Here's a crazy, accessible. crazy thought. Show Lord of the Rings and then be like, what does this tell us? What was J.R.R. Tolkien getting across with yeah. this? Or yeah. even, like, or watch, like... like Chronicles of Narnia or... Like, even so, something not explicitly. Christian I remember either. in in grade eleven reading Lord of the Flies, and I wrote my my book report at the end of the whole unit about how Lord of the Flies is a is a micro microcosm. Is that well, sure? Is sort of a micro micro system of the world itself. Yeah. That we live in, and I think that's the point the author is even trying to get across. Yeah. Is how screwed up we are, and then I'm like, but. Doesn't this just show how broken we are and how in need we are for a savior? Just like these boys stranded on an island are yeah. in need for a savior. And yeah. they're just eating each other up because of depravity. Yeah. Um, Why is Captain America so popular? Yeah. Watch Captain America. Good movie. Fun movie. Mm-hmm. Not cringy. And then be like, why do people care about superhero movies? Yeah. Because everyone get wants a hero. conversation. Instead of, let's watch God's Not Dead. And then be like, now, why was Professor Radisson such a horrible person? Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's, those mo- Christian entertainment movies are almost just, like, pump-up movies now. Mm-hmm. To be like, let's take on the world and just, like, be the best Christians we can be and everyone will get saved. Yeah. But exactly. it's, it's this, like, unrealistic thing where yeah. it's, it's not as simple as just, like, debating your teacher in in university that's the hard part is is they just separate christians and culture by making these movies and even in the movies the christians are like these homeschooled outcasts yeah and it but they're fighting the good fight of faith yeah and i'm i I get it i i really do but i don't get it i really (laughs) i don't get it i just don't get it I don't know. Maybe we should make a movie. Okay. And then... Actually, here's my recommendation for a good Christian movie. There's a movie called Believe Me by Riot Studios. Okay. And they're Christians, but they've got, like... The story is basically these guys see, like, churches just give money to people. So they're like, yo, I need money for college, so we're going to start this, like, Mm -hmm. missionary organization... And basically just, like, take money from Christians because they're so willing to give you money um, because you're just saying you're helping kids in Africa or something. So it's, like, bringing that whole thing to the forefront of, like, you know, what are you doing? Are you just, like, someone says Jesus and it's, like, here's all my money. And it's kind of bringing that up. But the awesome thing about that movie is they have the party scenes. The guys, Mm -hmm. like, swear. They're just showing them as normal university guys. Yeah. 
and they're doing this thing. And then it brings in other levels and stuff. And I don't want to spoil the end of the movie, but I really enjoyed the end of the movie as well. Okay. That's a movie like, I would recommend to watch at a youth group. My wife, big heart for Africa. So we watch, like, African genocide movies with young adults, and they have a hard time getting through them. Yeah. Um, some of them handle them better than others, and some of it's because of their own life circumstances. Totally acceptable. Um, but the conversations out of that to go, hey, we live in a pretty cushy place where <laughs> our arms and other extremities aren't getting cut off, we're not getting shot, our children aren't getting kidnapped to, to be child soldiers, like, because our nose is shaped differently, we're yeah. not, you know, and just... We're not isolated because of that. Like, we we have it pretty cushy. So some of those movies, I go, yeah, it's graphic and it's hard. And and my general rule of thumb is to understand the audience of who you're with and try not to cause people to stumble. Like Yeah, there's like, some parents who won't like it. Yeah, there's some so people who won't it like it. Um, and the other aspect is with our rule of thumb in our house, swearing we can handle, the violence we can handle. We have a no sex and nudity rule with movies. Yeah. Um, aside from that, like, and the humor, we just watch what type of humor it is. Yeah. And 60% of the time, that works all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's perfect. It's obviously <laughs> awesome. Um, if you have any questions, email us at ypa at gmail, uh, ypapodcast at gmail.com. I don't know. I haven't checked the email in a long time. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm sure someone will get that email. Yeah. Or find us on Facebook. This has been Ricky and Bobby, and some mysterious person with a K name. And uh, we'll go from there. Have a good week. He's a man of the world. He's a man of the sky. He's a man of war.